you have an excellent idea in a political organization, you know it could be a game changer for your career, for the organization you're working for, but you don't quite know what to do with it. I've been there a few times, and today I'm going to share you one of my greatest secrets on how to leverage this idea to make the biggest difference in the organization and in your life. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. First, I wanted to apologize because I wasn't available on Friday. I was actually out at an event speaking, spending time with our community. It is absolutely awesome. It's so energizing. I think I talked about it earlier, the value of spending time in your community. And that's just what I was doing. I also didn't like the audio quality. So I wanted to wait till I was back to record some of the ideas I had over the last week that could help you as you move forward as a leader. Today is one of the most important lessons I learned in my life. Uh, and I get to share it with you. And I'm hope that it helps change your life the way it did for me. This mainly works in an organization where the politics are pretty significant. Uh, large organizations, things like that, where you know, you have something that could totally tilt the way the organization runs, you think you can make a big difference. And you know it, you've been thinking about it for a long time, you've been storming about it with your trusted friends, and you know this idea. This happens a few times in your career. And it's one of the biggest mistakes I've ever seen most people do. And uh, first, I'm just going to tell you an idea, uh, a little story about this and how it changed my life before I talk to you about how it could change yours and maybe some ideas just around how to do this properly. <clears throat> when I started on the front desk at an organization, legit went from a good paying job to minimum wage on the front desk to really try and work my way up into the sector that I got my education for. So I was, I was working in this area and I could start to see things that needed to change all the time. I was seeing these things that I could make small changes and they would make a big difference. At the beginning, I, well, I grew up in an environment where you, you give it all out. If you have a good idea, you contribute right away. You snap it out, you give it to somebody, you help them, and then that uh, that will eventually help you. Is that I don't know if that's the way you were raised. That's definitely the way I was raised. So I did this with the first one or two ideas, and I was like, because I knew I couldn't work at minimum wage for that long. I have a, I have my wife, and we had our school to finish paying off, and all these things. I knew I couldn't be at minimum wage that long, but I knew I needed to be there. So the first few ideas I had, I just, I just gave them to my supervisor, and I, I helped my supervisor make a big difference in in his job, and he did much better in his role with these little tweaks. He noticed, and then he started asking me for more and more opinions. At the beginning, I started to give them to him. I started to be like, oh, yeah, if you just do this here, it's going to help here. And if you do this here, it's going to help with this. And I started giving them out for free in this organization. I can give them out for free now. Like I'm, a, I'm at a job that I love. I love the work I do. I get to support people in, in leadership. I, I don't really have anything to hold back now. But at that point, if I continued to give them out, I started to see that it would 
only help my supervisor and it wouldn't give me the opportunities I needed to implement bigger ideas. Because I had a really big idea for this organization. And I knew that if I kept giving these out, eventually it would just get my supervisor promoted, not myself. And now, this is why it's really important in leadership to chase the rabbit trails of really good ideas. If someone tells you, walks up to you with a great idea, you need to ask them how they caught, came up with it. If they can't explain how they came up with it, then you switch to who came up with it. The, the how is so important because everybody's got a story behind an idea that they have. They have that whole struggle that they came up with that solution. And I was just handing this solution out. And I thought more and more about it. And I, I don't like playing politics, but I wanted to be able to make a bigger difference in the organization I was working in. I also knew if I continued to give these away, I wouldn't be in those opportunities. I wouldn't have the opportunity to continue to grow, make bigger change in an organization because the best I could do is work through my supervisor, whoever that may be. So I ended up kind of baiting a little bit. I, I basically said I had an idea for something and I, and, and then it was like, well, what is it? Like, what do you, what, what should we do next? And he was using the terminology we, and, and really I, as much as he could give me credit in the end, most of these implementations were my ideas. I was like, well, uh, I, I'm not going to let you know. Like, I, I just, I, I think I'd, I'd love to share this with your supervisor and tell them what, what ideas. And he was fine with that. Like he wasn't trying to climb, climb the ladder or do anything like that. So he set up a meeting and I met and I told him everything I had. I had, I told him all of my best ideas and that was the end of the meeting that helped me get into a coordinator role. So I jumped from being a front desk person or front desk supervisor to a coordinator of youth programs, which is exactly what I love to do. So it was awesome. And then I started to have ideas. Do you see what I did there though? First, before I jumped forward, had I have not waited until the right moment to share that idea there is no way I would have gotten that promotion into a position where I could make bigger changes. So if you have something really good and you want to get an opportunity, you have to wait for the right time to do it. And in this case, I just needed to make sure I was talking to my supervisor's supervisor to get this opportunity. Next up was I was a coordinator and I could see all these troubles happening with the whole operation. And for the institution I was working at, I knew this whole operation was kind of like a big black box of liability in, in the outdoor industry. There's all sorts of things going on. It's very complex. There's, there's a lot of risks happening. And to a university, it's just kind of like, oh, I don't really want to do this. So I knew that was a challenge, but I was like, well, what can I do to start opening this box up to the faculty that I needed to get in front of so that I could make some more changes? And again, I was called into a meeting and they were, they were asking all of my opinions on this. And I actually bit my tongue. This is something I learned the hard way. I stopped sharing my ideas right out of the gate. And, and I bit my tongue, I bit my tongue. And then I ended up uh, giving just enough that it got interest with another higher level person. That person met with me. I gave him just a little bit more. And I said something that was said with a lot of confidence. Trust me, I wasn't all the way there. I just knew that this I would be pretty close on this estimate. So I made a call. 
And then I walked out of the room. He wanted more information. Again, I just didn't provide it. And then I met with another person and she wanted more information. I just didn't provide it. Eventually, I ended up in a meeting with the right people in. And when I say the right people, it was a person that had the power to put me into a position that I could implement this idea. That was the goal. I fed and fed and fed until I was in a meeting with the right person that could put me in a position to implement a solution that I'd come up with. I didn't know if I could do it. I was only 25. Like, it's a, it was the largest center in any university in the world of its kind. So, and I didn't have a master's. I didn't have anything that would give me the requirements for this role. If it were posted, I wouldn't have even been on the top of the interview list. But I held my idea and I waited. And I was really focused on solving problems. It's not about bringing problems to your supervisor's attention. It's about bringing solutions. But again, I held on to it. I just kept holding. Eventually, I was in the right call, right meeting. I made a bold prediction. I spoke with a lot of confidence on a few issues that I knew about. I also opened the, you know, the black box I was talking about. I provided a lot more understanding to the person who could put me in a position that could make a change. And then I walked away. But I knew that that prediction was timely. I knew eventually the time would happen uh, if I was right. I would be front of mind if my prediction was correct. So I sat, waited, kept doing the best at the job I was doing. And I really liked my job. I could have continued doing it. However, I had bigger problems I wanted to solve. That was my goal. I just wanted to fix things and the problems were bigger. And I couldn't do it if I kept giving my ideas to my supervisor. So the prediction, my bold prediction happened and I was actually within $10,000 on my, my guess. That is a lot of luck, a lot of work and being bold and it worked out. So when that prediction occurred, Everybody that was in that room, which I'd waited and waited and waited through different meetings until the right people were in the room, and then I made the prediction. And I kind of came out of left field with that prediction, but I I I just threw it down and then I walked out. So it happens. Whose name do you think is front and center for everybody that was in that room? It was mine. Because I was the one that said it was gonna happen before it happened. And if you want to know somebody who actually understands an organization. Their predictions are accurate for the most part. They don't miss predictions. You're not, you're not predicting because you got a crystal ball. You're predicting because you know the operation so well, you know what the next step will be before everyone else. That's why if you're really good in leadership, you should have already celebrated in your head achievements that people are seeing five years later from you. You should have already known that they were going to happen. So again, I've done my work, I made the prediction, and I, I, it was bold and then it happened. So next thing I know, I'm in a meeting. I actually took uh, some time off. I went and went back to running an excavator actually to pay off the rest of my, uh, our school loans. And uh, during my time off and I got a call and says, uh, we need you in this executive office. I was like, sweet. I show up and they said, you said that this was going to happen. And then it happened. How did you know this? See, how did you know this? Now they're curious as to how this happened. So I laid it all out. That was my moment. I had an opportunity. I'd built myself into this position. And of course, there's a lot of other things that happened during that time, but I'd prepared myself for this moment. And then it was handed to me. Then 
the table was mine. The room was mine. Everyone was paying attention to me. So at that point, I laid out everything that would help fix the problem that I had predicted. That is your goal in leadership. So if you have the problem of you, you're like, oh, I have all these good ideas and I just keep losing them or I keep, you have to wait until the right person's in the room and you have to be strategic with your good ideas. It's not politics, it's smart. Because if you're smart, you get to implement your ideas. You don't hand them off to other people who don't understand them fully and can't implement them like you do. You have the ability, take your time and be strategic about it. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.